Stupid Hearts Club with me, Nico Tatarovich, and this week's guest, although I'm the one who's the guest, <laughs> Alistair Griggs. And the delectable Helen. <laughs> hello, 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 and welcome to an extremely troubling special episode of Stupid Heart Club. Why is it so different, Uncle Seaside, a.k.a. me, Nico Tatarovich? Well, the reason it's different is after 14 or 15 years of friendship, inviting Alistair into my home to bully him there, I finally got myself invited round by inviting myself. And although I knew he kind of was joking about not wanting that to happen and rolling his eyes and going, oh God, what's going to happen now? And my silly jokes are going to um, be inserted into his homestead. <laughs> but actually, I soon realised over a couple of days after we arranged it that he was genuinely dreading having me there. And uh, he describes this this phenomenon himself. And it isn't just me... As usual, however weird I try and act, Alistair will somehow find a way to be even weirder. Enjoy. Oh, God. Get in. This is bad. This is bad. Am I all right to park here? Yeah. Why? Warning, premises protected by blue security. <laughs> what? Just get in. Just get in the fucking gate. I know what's happening. What's happening is it's after seven... The podcast is supposed to be an hour, and you, you're, all you're thinking about is that dinner is at eight o'clock. No, we can, we can come back to it. Yes, we can come back to it. Oh, God, is this where you live? Yeah. Number one. <laughs> number, nice you live at number one. Dude. You do the door. You do the door. You do the door. Is this where it'll be? Yeah, is this? Right. Right, where are we going? Helen. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? You're on the podcast, huh? On the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's we're great, isn't it? Yeah. We're all here. We're all here together, finally. <laughs> it's on. Tell me, count to ten. One, two, three, four, five, six. That's enough. Stop. <laughs> Actually, no, I want the rest of it. Where were you up to? Seven, eight, nine. Stop. No, start at the beginning. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. <laughs> right, you've ruined it already. Oh. 
Usually I'm like, hello, 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 and welcome to Stupid Hearts Club and today. But there can be no... I just don't feel I can be like... I've been getting to a place where I'm being like quite professional, <laughs> comparatively. But it just I just can't fucking be that person when I'm sitting where I am. Tell the boys and girls, mystery guest, but it's not because we've just said who you are. Alistair, where are we? We are in my flat. <laughs> uh, it's actually, you're actually here. And all day, all day I've been dreading this. All day, since the moment you invited more yourself than one day. round, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've just thought I'd do anything for him to cancel. Well, yeah. I mean, you sent me a message that said, if you died, yeah. I would be somewhat relieved. I would, honestly. And like I you'd would be sad. Would you, you be sad? Completely. Yeah, but and you'd I'd also be like... You, but there would be... Un- that because, was close. That was close. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would feel a sense of... Just this slight, like, glimmer of happiness into my world. What from from that I that you didn't have to do this or just because I've gone? This. Look, well, basically, what it stems is from is from a I've I hate entertaining people, well, even though I'm not doing it. Hosting. Well, you're not really doing. You're, I don't no. feel entertained. No, no, I've it was ever since I was a kid. Like I hated people coming over to my house. I yeah. always wanted to go to other people's houses, and uh, well, I've noticed you, that you, yeah, I've made you loads of dinners. Yeah. I've had you around my house. We've got drunk. I've got gone. Oh, let me have another glass of wine, Alistair. And then when I was like, "I'll come to yours," you were like, eh, "Well, that won't be necessary." Yeah, I'm like, I no, just... it'd be good. Let's make a funny thing. I come around to yours, and oh. we do our shtick, and I'm in your space, and and Helen's here, and I don't. The thing is, I just don't know how to be. I do you, not know what to I'm do. used to. That you don't know how to be wherever we are, <laughs> but you think when you turn you used to, when I think about it now, you say this. When I lived in that flat in St. Albans, that's the place where you came. I think it's the only place. Well, you, you visited my old house a few times, but yeah, you came there and I would open the door and you'd just be stood there looming with this sneer on your face <laughs> because you were encroaching in my territory. And I didn't realize that that was a thing for you because I was just like, you're just there. But you had this look in your eyes and then over a, a, a while back, a few months ago, I was like, I've never been to your house. And you were a bit like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why has he realised? Yeah, it's... um. It's so when you were thing. a kid, no kids came around yours? So rare. Like, to the point where it's absurd. It's a joke in with my other friends that... So your childhood friends are like, we, we, we never went to your house? About three times. I just hated it. Did you hate it or did... Your parents not want other kids there? Oh, I just didn't want them. I just didn't... I couldn't accept the responsibility of hosting them. <laughs> I found it an enormous <laughs> challenge. I, I didn't know, like, what do they want? What do, they, what do I do? And you saw it when you came in and I offered oh, it was you awful. a drink. It was, and yeah, it was like an alien yeah. learning English, wasn't it? <laughs> I opened the do- You opened the door and, and, and you just went, would you like tea or beer? <laughs> And it's like, yes, let's just let's just get through the door, Alice. let me get my coat off. Did you do the toilet? The toilet is 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 over there, and this is the my girlfriend, and these are the walls. And it's just like, 
then relax, you're at home. It's fine if um, two people come over and they're like a couple. So my mum and dad have been over, my sister and her That's husband. worse. No, Sorry, yeah, that's, that's better. Fine. It's better for me because Lauren mm. and I... It's like a duo, and, and Lawrence like better doubles. socially. Like yeah, 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 yeah. It's friendlier, and I social doubles quite like it. But if it's someone I know, and it's on me, I can't. It's a crippling sense of uh, of, of what of, can of I do to make this as uncomfortable as possible? I won't do it. <laughs> I mean, I will a bit, but no. But like, what, what, what is your fear that is it? Like, I start opening books and. Going, oh, this is interesting. Oh, I'll grab this. Oh, do you know what? This might be good over here. Why don't I just... Should we try the sofa point in a different way? Is it control? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all to that. But no one... People don't really do that, though, do they? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I've seen people... Um, when we first moved in, one of my friends came over and he opened a beer. We got a nice sofa in our living room. Oh. And he opened a beer, like, over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of... Leaning, yeah, it's control of the environment. I didn't say anything, but I was just seeing him sort of like. So, if go... the beer sort of bubbled up a bit in the can and then drip, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, me doing that is that that's bad? completely fine because this is cheap. I've just, just for the for the listeners, I've put it's my rubbish. can, you know, a third full can of beer. Yep. I've just sort of placed it on the sofa next to me, which really is asking for trouble, isn't it? Like that, I've done far worse. That that's not. But you me. don't mind because this is like the spare bed. It's nothing. But there's there are areas of the house that are sort of sacred. Yeah. Where there where you have like, you know, it's like I said. You know, should I take my shoes off? And everyone went, which was cool about it. And so I've still got them on. Yeah, but that's only because I did an assessment of your shoes before you even asked the question. <laughs> yeah, but they're quite muddy at the bottom. Look. Ke- no, that's fine. That's dried mud. And dried mud's fine. Honestly, that's I'm showing Alice fine. to the bottom of my shoes. Yeah, it's minimal. That's really I mean, I... minimal. Oh, look, a bit's come off. Oh, oh look, right, it's well... actually banging off. No, I'm going to... But it's fine. No, I'm taking them off. All right, fine. See, I've, I've, got my, I've got my own version of that. If you came into... Anyone comes into my house, people tend to just sort of um, walk in. They take their coat off, right? And like wherever you are, you're talking, they just go, oh, they just put their coat down. Like they should decide where their coat goes. <laughs> I've, I've done that. And I'm like, shall I take that? And I'm going to put that where it means you, you, this, you don't exist. Your coat doesn't exist while you are here. You are a person in a <laughs> like, jumper. Because I've done that. I've put the coat down on an armrest and you've gone, I'll just... Yeah, but you, you're just literally telling me that the very thing you don't want to happen is me coming in and rubbing my scent over everything and I, putting things where I, I want. I don't want to be held to the same standards as I hold other people to, fundamentally. I mean, that is literally your personality <laughs> in a fucking nutshell. Is that? I, say I, it again. I do, not I, want do not, to, I do not want to be held to the same, same standards, standards that I hold other people to. Okay. This, this, this is like an epiphany. Truth. That's pure Have truth. You, and actually, I can't believe I've said that. And it's really, <laughs> it's really come from somewhere within. I do not want. I don't want. Other, what did I say? I don't want to be held to the same standards that I hold other people. That, I mean, I, I'm fucking speechless. I know you're not meant to think that, but that's what I think. I'm just. That is the the thing about that. Apart from, it's just stunned me because it's bang on. 
after knowing you for like fucking 14 horrible years, whatever it is, 15 years. You've displayed self-awareness in saying it, right? And so this is like, when I was listening recently to the sort of interviews with the people who've been developing AI, and then it starts getting to the point where this is basically now a, a laboratory full of nervous scientists not knowing what they're unleashing on the world. There's a moment where the AI... I can't remember who the person is, but it was someone I listened to um, talking to that guy that does the diary of a CEO, Stephen, whatever he's called. Oh, yeah, the guy from Dragon's Den. Yeah. Yeah. So he has an AI guy on there who's, like, worked at Google for, like, 30 years trying to, like, get this technology. And then one day, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're just going to go for lunch. And the, and the computer sort of goes, one plus one equals two <laughs> itself without them having to do whatever. And he's like, oh, right. who told it to do that? And it's like, oh, nobody. And he's like, the blood has drained from his face. <laughs> because it's it's made a decision to do something and it's just done it. And he's gone, oh, well, isn't, this isn't what we want it to do, is it, guys? And then everyone's going, oh, we've got to be careful with AI. And that's like a thing that we're all trying to comprehend. Yeah. You doing what you just did is the equivalent thing. It's like... It was like the chimpanzee for the first time realizing that if it picks up the stick, yeah, and then if it pokes it into the termite mound, a termite will be on the stick, and that now it doesn't need to try and get its fingers in there. Like you've you've become <laughs> sentient, Alistair. Oh my god, <laughs> what's happened? It's called it's the um, in AI it's the synchronicity of something like that. It's the moment when oh yeah, you're right. I don't. It's it isn't that. It isn't that, but it is something like that. It's the singularity. The singularity. Yeah. You've you've achieved for the first time the Alistair, the little Alistair singularity. Yeah. And there can be no going, going back. through. So maybe that finally means anyone who follows the law of our weird relationship is we've created a fictional world where I'm a sort of malevolent, manipulative almost scientist slash uh, supervillain who sees the destructive potential in Alistair and has been slowly grooming. It's a bit like what they do with terrorists, isn't it? What do you call it? Not grooming, but what's the word they use when they... Radicalise. Radicalising and... Yeah. I've been slowly radicalising you and controlling you and... And it's like a whip hand thing. Like, I remember it happening to Damon Lewis in uh, Damien Lewis in yeah. the first series of uh, Homeland, where basically he was kidnapped by a sort of Bin Laden type dude, who let him be reduced to like a shivering kind of kidnapped mess. But then he started coming to visit him and giving him food and telling him that he was going to look after him and care for him, like a sort of wounded bird. And before you know it, Damien Lewis was calling him father, right? There's, there's something really comforting in that. Isn't there? <laughs> the fact that you say that is hilarious. Because when we've done that as a, as the joke, where I'm like, so for anyone who's not heard us, you can go back and listen to us doing this as a shtick over mm. many years and look out for the weird bump in around 2022 where we had to figure out how to navigate the, our comic shtick had become something that probably wasn't healthy at that particular point yeah. for you 
And it was like, I mean, you think about it now, like the pandemic probably play, played a part in that as well. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's not really comfortable. You, just weren't, you, weren't doing, you just weren't doing what you were told anymore. And I was like, but it's a joke. And you were like, yeah, you were rebelling. And I was like, you're rebelling as if this is real. <laughs> anyway, right. So the, the sort of joke, the, one of the analogies we always had for it was in the film Law, in, in Greystoke, the Tarzan film from mm. the late 80s, You've basically got a sort of uh, a man of uh, influence who's like a kind of Victorian zoologist, sort of a thinking man, like a sort of Charles Darwin. And he's gone and found this like ape man and he's presenting them to society, but he's trying to sort of harness him or bring him in and see what he is and then teach him and then turn him into something that is sort of like for his own egoic ends, right? Yeah. And obviously in those stories, what happens is the Frankenstein or the chimpanzee or the whatever it is will at some point resist. It's the same in Planet of the Apes, Caesar. Yeah. They are trying to control something they can't really control. And then at some point, the singularity moment happens. That being or that animal or that whoever it is will will be like, you don't fucking own me and it will rebel and it will then become a war. And that's always been the joke. That's like the narrative joke that we've been yeah. doing. You, now that you've reached a singularity, I don't know really where we go from here. But I, I know, I know, any breakthrough I do will just be temporary. I'm always in the cage. It is in I'm my nature. In the cage. <laughs> it is in my nature to be defeated. <laughs> Yeah, but like, all right, if you think that about yourself in life, that doesn't mean that us joking about it means that you're not ever like, will you fucking stop doing this joke now? Can I just ask you how you are? What's funny is if I go, right, do you know what? Maybe I need to like, it's stupid. We just do this thing all the time. So then I'll send you a message saying, hey, mate, how are you? And you're like, don't. Don't. You never say that. I've tried a few times, but you've told me not to do it. Yeah, but it's fucking an alien saying it. (laughs) Yeah, but not really, it's because I obviously poster. talk like that all the time to, like, everybody else. It just feels sort of like I'm being <laughs> defiled. I don't like it. It's actually worse. It's disgusting. It's, it's disgusting. disgusting for me to just treat you normally. Yeah, yeah. It really is. I don't... I'm so... We just made a decision so quickly in our friendship that something made us smirk about a, a frequency of, of, of male malevolence... That we've never <coughs> ever been able to let go of it. And now here I am. It's here I am in your home. God, I can't I'm too it. hot. Have you, you like your radiator? You've got a tiny radiator about the size of like a TV from 2006, <laughs> and it's fucking boiling in here. And you've got the you Ven- Venetian blinds closed, me- metallic Venetian blinds, bright sort of lights like the main lights are on, and effectively. The lighting in here is like meeting room in a sort of corporate, in a Regis. <laughs> where's, where's the cosy? There's Have nothing not... cosy about this room. This room is designed for discomfort. It's entire purpose. Is that, is that the state that you feel like you write best in? Yeah, I don't. Do you want to see something cool? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, at this point, I'm cutting out of that part of the conversation which we recorded on my travelling Zoom recorder 
straight into microphones. The reason I'm doing that, two reasons. Well, I'm stopping there as as Alistair is about to enter into a story that I think is the greatest thing he's ever told me. And we then spent something like half an hour following the thread of this of the cool thing that he wanted to show me. So what I'm trying to do here is make something positive out of a negative because what happened was it was the coolest thing ever and we were laughing our heads off and the thing was very funny and you're going to love it. But unfortunately, because of the tech issue that I hadn't solved it with my SD card in the Zoom recorder, we actually didn't realise that we maybe spoke for about 10-15 minutes when we were not being recorded, which is the worst thing that can happen to a podcaster. We were gutted, didn't know what to do. I was panicking because I was there in their house to to experience dinner and podcasting round at Alistair's house to make him feel uncomfortable in his own skin in front of his girlfriend and just make fun of him and have fun that way. So we took an executive decision and in a way maybe maybe it'll end up being cool because I have got 20 minutes of conversation about that funny thing but I'm going to save it and then Alice is coming around to my house the week after next. So just before Christmas, your Christmas present, we're going to pick up where we left off with that conversation because it's really funny. So you've got a really fun Griggs um, personality revealing funny bit coming up in another couple of weeks. So yeah, the, the, pre, the pre-Christmas special will... I think it's only right, it has to be Griggs, because we both hate Christmas, we hate everything. So that's something nice to look forward to in two years. Anyway, I decided to say, look, I'm here, let's go reportage style, and I recorded the rest of our of my time at Alistair's on my phone, in, directly into the mic, which, you know, it isn't terrible, they've got re- very good mics on them, iPhones. But it is a slightly different sound, so uh, I apologise for the slight wobble. But let's get back on track and listen to Alistair hating having me in his house. I, I drove here. It took me pretty much three hours from St Albans. I was like, oh, I'm going to St Albans. I could just nip to Alistair's on the way back, on the way it's to Brighton. Brighton. And I, I, I've just spent three hours snaking round stupid little back roads that taxi drivers use because Waze is like, oh, did you know that if you... And when actually, if you look at the map, it's like you've just... You've done, like, a massive zigzag to miss out, like, 100 metres of a main <laughs> road and then you're back on the main road. And every moment of that journey was that kind of inching forward and people trying to get in. And like, I've not been driving in London for years, so it was fucking terrifying. It is. People push it, don't they? Do you, do you drive? Yeah. But I'm very bad. How are you bad at driving? Um, I'm, uh, I just don't... I, I, I just don't want people to be on the roads. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just want them out of the way. You want it to be yours. Yeah, I want it to be mine. Yeah, I'm. You know what's weird, right? Is I did I went through like a massive, huge life changing recovery from mental health and realigning all of my thoughts about myself and 
things that I can achieve and people and what's worth getting angry about and dynamics and I've cracked it. But what's weird is I think I've become, it's almost like I've offset it and I'm now like instantly stressed and a bit angry at all of the most tiny, insignificant little like, not even daily, like, oh, every day there's like, oh, and I got home and I realised we didn't have any food in. I mean, like, nine times before I've left the house in the morning, just going, you know, like, oh, open the cupboard. Oh, it's not in that cupboard. Oh, I've not shut the cupboard. Oh, I'm, I'm reaching for my shoelace and I've just, oh, foot won't go in the shoe. And <laughs> uh, my key... I'm turning it with the wrong hand and it won't do it. So fuck's sake, I'll use the other hand. Like, oh, just... The body is not even functioning. I don't know if it, I don't think I can blame my body, although it does feel like that. But it's more that why am I instantly really pissed off that, for example, there's like a grain of sand in my shoe and now, now this has fucking happened. <laughs> because if you live like that, you're guaranteeing, like, a surge of negative energy in your body, like, probably, like, 200 times in one day. And it's like I'm trying to will on a fucking heart attack. Would you survive a heart attack? One. One heart attack. It... It, it feels like I shouldn't joke about it now. I would, joke, I would I'd joke about that usually. But I just sort of feel like I've been... I've been putting myself in a in a, a, a bracket. I'm thinking, right, well, I've been drinking too much. I'm like, oh, fuck it, I'll have a sausage roll. Or I'll get angry at my shoe. <laughs> that's like, that's, that's like the, the fire triangle. <laughs> of, um, Are you angry at your shoes? It went, the adverts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do, what do you, do you, you mean you get angry at things? Yeah. It's like most of what our friendship is. Yeah, it's, it's my default position. It's just to be sobbing. So, like, what would... Like what in a day? Like, what have you done today that's made you just go, I can't fucking do this? Um, I will get angry at the bins. Oh, yeah. I'll get angry at salads being too... <laughs> Being too moist when I take it out of the bag. Oh, yeah. I want dry salad. Yeah, like, especially if it's supposed to be in date. Yeah. So what salad? Are we talking rocket or, like, watercress or one of those sort of... The Italian-style salad from Sainsbury's. Like, egregious. (laughs) It's just wilts. (laughs) It's pathetic. (laughs) Egregious. I I just... And uh, I don't like. Um... You, you, yeah, you, you, you sort of yeah, res- you resent the weakness of this kind of. Oh, I've, I've already gone a bit moist, yeah. and it's like it specifically says on your fucking packet that you're in that you're supposed to be salad until Thursday, and it'd be like Tuesday, and it's like, oh, but could you sift through us and remove all the dead ones? Yeah. It's like, why would I, I do that? I have to try it out. I have to work for my salads. I mean, I wouldn't mind that. You can buy a lettuce. You can find the good bits. You don't sort of 
think of it like that then. You just discard the bits. Mm. But you're right. If this thing says, hello, oh, we wouldn't want you wasting all that time navigating a lettuce. (laughs) So here's a bag of salad that you can rely on until at least Thursday. And it just goes, oh, I've gone ill a bit early. I'm sorry. Don't judge me. Yeah, Yeah, I'm the same. It's so weak. Uh, I don't like, um, oh, uh, Verashore alarms, <laughs> particularly the advertising, which are, have you ever seen a Verashore, did I mention this before? Don't know. Verashore alarm ads mm. are um, like an AI wrote an ad where it's literally, this is a Verashore alarm mm-hmm. ad. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you hear about the neighbours? Oh, they've been burgled. Yeah, but then the ones across the street, they weren't. They got a very short alarm. Oh, maybe we should get one. Yeah, good idea. Very short alarms. <laughs> like, you just don't. It's just like, that. that that's, it's just that. That's it. And it's that's like, basically more of an advert for cause and effect. <laughs> it's just... Cause it's, and effect. If something, if something happens and that means something else happens, but then something doesn't happen and that means the thing doesn't happen... That's cause and effect. Yeah. You need a cause and effect yeah. burglar yeah. alarm. Yeah. Oh, I'm hungry. Why don't you have some cereal? Shreddies. I'm now not hungry. Do you think that I'm not hungry because I had that cereal? It <laughs> might be. That's what it is. It's a, it's a, it makes a mockery of um, of all forms of fiction and writing. It's like they went, yeah. we don't need these like clever things. Yeah, like a concept. Just have someone saying... Let's get a very short alarm. And the other yeah. person agreeing that it's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. That's it. It's, it's, it makes it me might, sick. But wouldn't it be amazing if for like, that now became a trend and everyone went, wait a minute, that's worked. And everyone's, like, the sales went up. Yeah. Because we haven't made some stupid little fucking... Um, Clever thing. Yeah, like, like what a, would you call it? A... Uh, a vignette. Yeah. Like oh, a one. witty little vignette. Yeah. Um, instead, it just, from now on, it's like, if you need to go to a place, get in this car. This is a car. There you go. Like, when I got in the car, and then I operated the controls, I, I then got to the place quicker than if I hadn't got in the car. <laughs> yeah. This specific car is is good at that. Yeah. Audi. And everyone's like, fucking finally We're someone's going, talking oh, to me well, like an adult. Yeah, good. All oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I never thought of it like that. No, I thought, what happened to Versprung Dirt Technique? It didn't really mean anything, though, did it? It's just a sort of uh, marketing ploy. Oh. Someone's finally seen the light and just said, this this metal box on wheels will transport you from A to B. And I'm actually... Take my hat off to them. Just being honest about that. <laughs> That's not right. That's denying livelihoods. I agree with you, but it's sort of if anything should die, it's sort of advertising. Fiction itself. Do you prefer advertising to fiction? No, but there is an honesty in an ad, which I appreciate. There's an honesty. I mean, it's literally a manipulation. It's Usually built on a very tiny truth. It's a lie. It's it's an honest lie. How's it an honest lie? Because it's lying to you... To get money. ...for a purpose. A clear purpose. But at what point does the advert say, just so you know, 
we're kind of just trying to get some money out of you. It doesn't do that. It goes, oh, look, this guy, this guy has got his eyebrow arched and has just um, used Persil and his... Something about the smell of his T-shirts made that lady want him. Now they're going to have sex. Yeah. And the, the takeout from that is, you want to be like that guy, you need this thing. What's honest about that? That's not well, true. Well, at some point it is. At some level, it's all... He's not a real guy. Yeah, but so neither's fiction. Yeah, but that's not trying to sell you anything, you knob. Well, it, an, ad, an advert it, is an advert. It's a story to, is a story. No, but it's, it's trying to sell you in the world. Say that again. It's trying to sell you in the world. The the, the fictional thing is trying to. It's still trying to do the same thing. No, it isn't. It's saying, well, all right. So there's a moral. You saying that in a story, it's like this person did that, and at the end of it, they'd lost everything. So you shouldn't do that. So there is a sort of. Someone is saying you should or shouldn't do this or that. Yeah. A good person wins this battle and is noble, and at the end we all know that yeah, that's what and, a good and, person and looks like. Be saying... So you think that is less honest than an advert that says, like, let's say it's Carol Vorderman saying, if you consolidate all your debts, oh, look, it's, it's one, look at it, it's 1pm in the afternoon, and I'm that one that you trust, off, aren't I, off Countdown? And I know maths, and it's all so confusing, but don't, don't you think about the maths, there's, Doris. There's a because if you really want to really just boil it all down, what you should just do is phone this 0800 number. All these lovely people are there to guide you through, and, and now you can consolidate all your debt. What does, what does 75% APR mean? Don't, don't worry about that. You trust me, because I know the maths. That's not more honest than, like, fable of, you know... Fucking Icarus. Yeah, yeah but that, I mean, that's not very good for you, anyway. That's, there's a purity. <laughs> there's a purity to what? To Carol Vorderman. <laughs> selling, selling loans. I, I, there's a pure, just say that again. There's, there's, there's a purity to Carol Vorderman selling loans. Yeah. Loans. Meanwhile, Icarus, you just dismissed it like, He's made a. He's made. Yeah, I mean, I get that, but then Carol Vorderman selling loans, I, I can, I just part of me just respects it more. <laughs> what did it? Why was Icarus trying to reach the sun with his weird waxy wing thing? He was. Uh, he was being too arrogant, wasn't he? He was. He was. Um, well, he was literally flying too close to the sun. That's what we get the expression, isn't it? He was pushing his luck. But didn't he just... It wasn't his fault. He just like, oh, well, do you know what? That went quite well, but we've used the wrong materials there. Instead no, of being like, he, and let that be a lesson. It's no, like, well, he, no, the lesson there is that wax isn't the, be, the best thing to put yeah. near the sun. You're right. Well, actually, there you are. So that's a lie. Whereas Carol Vorderman saying, get this loan. No, that's know. a lie as well, because it's unaffordable. And the payments are terrible, and she's making it sound like it's all so easy and convenient. She's hiding... The fact that this the loan company are making loads of money. She's been paid a fucking fortune, and actually, it's a financial product that might lead you into trouble. Yeah, but that's not honest. What, why? But why would they tell the truth? You really are horrible. <laughs> why would that? No, of course they wouldn't tell the truth. But if in a, in a in a noble world, a pure world, that we wouldn't have a culture of overwhelmingly confusing, manipulative advertising. Yeah, that, that that sounds awful. 
What which bit sounds awful? The, the, a world without that. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Why would you want to live in that world? What a world Because without... it would be pure. It'd be like, you know, all right, so... That's just nothing, though. You, that would just... No, be... it's not nothing. It's, pre, it's just pre-advertising. Yeah, but that's just... Thinking, a street with a no, bustling that's, market. That's and then a cheeky little lad who's not really got any home or parents nicks an apple and then the man goes, come back here, stop the... And then, you know, then the, the nice woman comes along with her daughter and says, your daughter is looking fine. Is she yet married? You, you are too old for my daughter. You keep your opinion to yourself. Shall we go for a flag and a veil and a new hat? All of that happened, and it was all fine. There was a high street. People were selling their wares and their goods, but they, they just weren't going, you know, be the strength inside yourself with, you know, but, but, yeah, but then with they, Mrs. Then they, Hargreaves' big pink hat. But they, they evolved. And then they realised yeah, that was the best thing to do. But they evolved towards but they nothing but, but greed. It's literally the thing that's killing the world. It's huge consumerism and the, the, the march for, for um, profit is killing the planet. Yeah. And everything about um, mindless profiteering is entirely supported by branding and advertising. Hmm. But, and you think that's better than Fable of Icarus? Yeah, overall. Overall. I mean, somewhat. What, because it works? Because it functions? It's, it's I can believe. There you go. I, I, I like it. Yeah, because you, cause, because you like it. But what if it kills the world? What happens after that? Will we then go, oh, do you know what? The adverts and the, the greed did kill the world and ev- nearly everything died. Let's go again. Yeah, but then so be it. The post-apocalyptic world will be like the world that I want to see. I just don't want there to be an apocalypse yeah, first. Yeah, eventually, in your apocalyptic world, someone will go, oh, my thimble of water is the tastiest thimble of water. And it all starts again. Uh, yeah, and they'll go... No, but someone will go, no. <laughs> On that day, the village elder will say, no. All, wa- all thimbles of water are to be considered equal. But it'd be like, but this one's like a bit brown. His one is like, oh, this one, I got it in Buxton. And I'd be there. And what, what, why, what's in Buxton? Oh, it's like a really nice clean water spring. What, you said the water in Buxton's better? Yeah. And then someone would be like, guard the water in Buxton. And then it'll start from there. And then they'd go, yeah, and then I'd come So back. you're saying advertising is inevitable. Yeah. <laughs> it's entirely inevitable. It's, you can't avoid it. I hope we never do. I'd, I'd love to. I'd love to wake up and advertising and marketing is just completely absent, because art would still exist, and goods and services would still exist, but they'd just be in and of themselves. Oh, hang on. Is it dinner time? Alistair, Helen, whose real name is Lauren, is busily making us fusilli. Fusilli pasta. pasta with chorizo and pesto. Shall we go and see what's happening? Well, let's go and eat. Let's go and eat the. Yes, the I'm going to. I'm going to record some of our dinner time conversation, Alistair. <laughs> to Get make her sure. Consent. She'll be fine. <laughs> okay, brace yourselves because we're now going into the dining section of the evening. Uh, which I felt was 
sort of reasonable and I was trying to get a little bit of comedy out of it and show off to my friend, but at the same time trying to not be too much of a dick in front of his real-life girlfriend who'd actually made us dinner and who is really nice. Um, but uh, what transpires in terms of audio is arsehole twitchingly um, cringeworthy, I think. And also, in addition to that, you will hear cutlery and chewing, which is not for everybody. <laughs> it only adds to what a bad idea the whole thing was. Please have a lovely glimpse into the domestic life of little Alistair and Helen in the presence of their master, no less. Turn off the television, Alistair. We're, we're going to eat. Oh. There you go, this is nice. Right, tell me, Alistair, what have we got here? We have fusilli chorizo pasto dish with, with dish. some garlic bread. <laughs> yeah? Is that your favourite? I like it. Um, it's, yeah, I, it's good. It's a good one. A classified. Who made it? It wasn't you, was Lauren it? Lauren made it. Lauren made it, didn't she? Girlfriend. Thank you, Lauren. Don't just say she's my girlfriend. We're in your house that she lives in with you. Long, I prefer long-term partner. Yeah, long-term yeah. partner. Yeah. Long-term? Is that definite? Is that... We're in seven uh, years. Seven years. So long-term, looking it, over your shoulder, it's long-term. Inconclusive but... for the future. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, mm. um, well... Uh, it thank you very much. This is gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, I, I always appreciate being booked for because I've been living on my own for 10 years and I've got nothing and nobody to talk to or love me. So thank you, Lauren. And also... Sorry. Cough over what I'm saying. I'm sorry. I just wanted to say that you look amazing today. Did you actually... Have you been at work or have you, like, put... Because that's... That she, she really suits you. Made herself up. Did you? Oh, have well, you, I, I know. Have I you put, done yourself up a bit? I put, I put a bit of slack on. Oh, have you? Yeah, a bit, but, Does um, she do that for you? Occasionally. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> you put one big lump of cheese on the... Oh, oh crumble it on. Crumble it on, Alistair. Do you do, you all, do, you do all the cooking or does he ever... Yeah, he's my sous chef. Really? Yeah. I chop. Yeah. Like chop the ingredients and then Lauren will cook it. Yeah, you can't cook. If Lauren accidentally sprained her wrists, let's keep this light, but if she accidentally sprained her wrists in a rollerblading accident, right, would you be able to do this? Like, it's like, but I usually um, only chop. Yes, but I would resent it enormously. Even though she's injured? Yeah, even that. I'd be like, why? Why did you have to do that? Oh my god! Let's hope that doesn't happen, right? But yeah, I'd suppress the. the I mean, in the long term, that that uh, that Alistair mentioned, at some point, it's likely that Lauren is going to injure her wrists, uh, and you're going to have to do the thing that isn't chopping. I think it pays to be able to do. I know it's like it works as a team, doesn't it? Like someone has that skill, you have that skill. I'll do this. You always do that. But if you can't do the other thing, you fuck either of you. Other way, right? Is there anything well, that you feel like, Lauren, that you can't do? Can you not chop? For example. Can I not chop? Well, like, if, if, he broke, if, his, if he sprained his wrists, mm. what would fall apart around here? 
his wanking. That I knew that was happening. That would be something that, that was I would just have purely set up. For. Oh dear, you'd have to wear like a COVID mask and look the other way. A big, a big farmer's glove. Why are we talking about that? Yeah, this is anyway. weird. That is weird. I apologise for that. <laughs> but it's a, it's a Wednesday said, evening. It's a Wednesday <laughs> evening. <laughs> oh, this is lovely. Oh. Okay. I love what you've done with the place. <laughs> What? You've made it nice. Who chose the table and chairs? This is the worst decision. This table is the worst thing in the flat. It's, but there's two of them. It's an extender, but the, the head... You actually said it's an extender. <laughs> like a normal human. Alan Partridge says that. It's an extender. Yeah, um, it's because of the head of each side. I hate the... It bashes the knees. Oh, God, yeah. So, so the person here, I've put myself in the agony position. Oh, well done. As you... <laughs> Do you spend a lot of time in this room, you guys? Yes. Yeah. Have you got, have you got set positions? Well, we usually will watch TV. I'll sit there, Lauren will sit there, and then we'll watch the Wait TV. Say that again. You'll sit where? I'll sit where Lauren is. Lauren will sit there. Oh, while you're eating? We'll, we'll watch Not the for the evening. No, yeah, no, not for the evening. Like, <laughs> yeah, wait. yeah then we'll give, migrate to the couch. To give, to give uh, listeners an image of where we are, we're in, a, we're in an oblong living room with a dining table at one end, and <laughs> if, you, if, if both Alistair and Lauren sit on one side of the table, they're effectively do, they're in the sort of new, two Ronnies slash newsreader position. Yeah. Favouring the TV, that makes absolute sense. But I thought what you were saying was you spend every evening simply sitting at the dining table looking at the TV no. and ignoring your couch. But well, we don't um, chat. We just look at the TV mm. and just ignore each other. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, that's pretty normal, I think. Okay. Oh, this is nice. I have to say that, don't I? Otherwise, do, you have, do you have to tolerate each other's... Um, like, okay, well, we'll have like, EastEnders on for half an hour and one of you is seething. No, 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 no. We're completely synced up oh, with viewing good. habits. I know, it's crucial, isn't it? Absolutely. I've never had that. I've never had televisual synchronicity. <laughs> We're 100%. That's or, or, no, Lauren might watch something and I'll, she'll go, it's not for you, this. But there's no issue. It's like, I'll then go, oh, fine. But it's never like... You never make me watch, like, you, that Netflix show you liked. Yeah, that's brilliant. You know that yeah. you've, you trust that her judgment now so fully that she could just keep you away from things and yeah. make you think for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't want to watch this. Do you do that? Mm. Like, you go, I'm going to the cinema, it's not a film for you. Yeah. <laughs> like a Marvel film. Yeah, a sci-fi <laughs> thing. I just go, no, no, it's not, it's not for you. That's but but not out of a sense of like oh you silly woman it, and then but most things are <laughs> oh that's nice that's nice to hear <laughs> no, not in a she, she won't understand it what's making that creaking sound is that me it is the it's the shit table um, do you sit at the table to eat every time or do you sometimes just yeah. sit no we do every time that's good um, that's healthy 
Yeah, but no, and only not out of a sense of like of formality or politeness. It's just because we don't want to get anything on the couch. <laughs> oh yeah, it's not. I've been warned. I loved it what you said before. Well, your, your observation that you don't want to be held to the same standards that you held other that you hold other people to. Yeah, and we both couldn't speak for about three minutes because it was so bang on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether I'm going to ever be able to live with someone ever again. I don't, it's just, I've had, it would be such a weird change now. Ten years. Well, you don't think you can put up with anyone? Like, compromise? Well, it's going to have to be... It's hard enough to find someone, but like you just said about 100% agreement, there's now extra pressure that whoever I meet is going to have to be... It's just going to have to be like a carbon copy of me. Yeah. When I lived in Southampton many, many years ago, there was um, a couple that were married. They'd met later in life and they got married and they um, they both kept their houses. So for half the week, they'd live together in one of the houses and then the rest of the week, they would just be on their own. Mm. And that worked quite well. That's powerful. You know who used to do that? Um, you know the writer J.G. Ballard, no. who wrote yeah. Kingdom Come, uh, well, the bigger one is... Uh, What's the one with the... Empire uh, of the Sun. Empire of the Sun yeah. and Crash. High Rise. I just yeah. did a bit like... I sounded like I was crying then, but it was just... <laughs> some pasta was stuck near my tonsils. Was it High Rise? What's it called? The one with the, the flats? Yeah. It's that one, yeah. So he was like a, a dystopian writer. And him and his p- partner were together forever. But he had his own little flat around the corner. I well, think, when I think he was annoyed, he went around there. Yeah, or if you're just like fiddling about doing his whatever he's doing. I don't mean that in a sex way, you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, this is very tasty. Is there a lot of garlic in it? Two cloves. Wow. Yeah. Bold. I like it. Yeah. Can you taste the garlic, Alistair? No. What's your favourite element of the meal? The chorizo. <laughs> Why? Because I feel it on my teeth. <laughs> I'm going to press stop. This is excruciating. (laughs) Well, let's all take a minute to uncurl our toes to release our faces from the cringe position and just get a sense of who we are again because I think we can all agree that that was disgusting. But I think it was worth doing even though anyone could do pesto and not want to complain because it was a very nice meal but I was concerned when I saw the pesto dish bubbling away for ages because as anyone of standing knows pesto is a dressing and not a cooking ingredient anyway thanks Helen um Let's see how Alistair felt about it afterwards in the safety of his drab little office. Alistair, how did you feel it went? I enjoyed the meal. Um, I enjoyed the meal. um, I mean, I've had better ones. No, no, don't judge the cooking. 
very sweet of her to... No, 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 no. I mean, I, I said, well, yeah, but the whole thing, I've had better, me. I've had better You've dining, had better, dining yeah. experiences. Well, it wasn't like it was a dinner party. I've not arrived like, hey, look who's brought his own tiramisu. Oh, you haven't. Oh, what do you like? It was, it oh, was, yeah, the vintage champagne. No, we just sat and had tea. But how did it go in terms of your nerves about me being here? Um, pretty badly inside. I, I, really? Yeah. What was what was the fear? What could what what was happening that you didn't want to happen? Just you being there was it literally just the presence of me, or just of another person? Of another person, really. I mean, you are the worst you, one. Yeah, you, you would be like the oh no, what's he going to do or say? But but it's just another person. I'm just not used to other human beings being in this. But nice. you've already said that... Apart from workmen. Workmen, but you've said that if a couple comes round, because it's like doubles, you sort of know what that is. I get that more. But, it's but this... Person. Yeah, it's a bit Gooseberry-ish, like looking after like... Like someone's been knocked off his bike outside <laughs> and you've got to like bring them in and go, oh, can you get you a cup of tea? Um, yeah. Do, do you live round here? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you've known me 15 years, so you'd think that shouldn't, you know... If anything, Lauren should be the one going, well, I don't really know him that well. I'm, oh, I hope he likes me. But then that's not a problem because she dressed up and wore makeup for me, didn't she? <laughs> she looked very nice. No, she looked nice, but I, she said she doesn't usually do that. But no, I'm, she, don't, she doesn't. But, but yeah. I'm here. Yeah. So that is that part of the, the weird resentment? It, it's going to be, yeah. Yeah. It's strange, isn't it? But you're you're doing a good job. You're doing a good job looking after her until until oh, oh, until I'm ready. Until until we're not I'm ready. Until until it's time. Oh, moment, moment will come. <laughs> uh, just for anyone who's going, what the fuck are they talking about? We've like we've also we've always had the joke that uh, I'm. It's like I've I've seeded people. Oh. I've seeded people with other people. For them to be like, it's like with what's in Superman. It's like given parents, you know. Oh yeah, those are the parents, and then and then at some point, the Superman will will outgrow that life. And, yeah, and that's like Lauren. She's like because she's destined to be the queen. She is. And at the moment, just to keep her out of harm's way of the uh, the enemies of the realm, she lives as a normal civilian, doesn't she? With you. Yeah. But really, her destiny is to be like an empress <laughs> in my horrible, evil realm. And you're in on it, aren't you? <laughs> Soon, um... Right. She'll make me start, like, dressing up as you. Wear glasses and silver up my hair. No, your hair's just fine the way it is, Alistair. But um, because we've we've rinsed our weird dynamic and joke so much, I think that we've talked about this before but I think that we genuinely need to work out what the fictional version slash purpose of our we've basically written a whole weird film or book Mm. bit by bit by sending each other all this weird stuff I think we should make something out of it and I think now that I'm like completely in love with audio I've just lost faith in getting a TV commission I think it'd be an amazing animated series, which we did say about two years ago. 
But we could do proof of concept by recording and see what you listeners think. If Alistair and I started to try and make little, uh, almost like short story, sketchy, like like how Beavis and Butthead were like five minute sort of little sketches. And then eventually it was like, I want to see more of them. I think we should do the fictional scripted version of the two guys in the office and one of them has the power and it all gets weird. Does everyone like the sound of that? I was looking, funny, at our texts. I was scrolling back. Oh, God. Back and back. And there's a text you once sent. It made me laugh, which just said, um, I want to look at my phone until I die. (laughs) 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 I there's such truth in that. It's just, I just, I don't want it. can't do it anymore. I want to. I just, like, it is, it's quite bad. Is too long. People say life's too no. short. I think it's actually too long. If you were to live <laughs> to say your eighties or even like ninety something, yeah. that's so much life. It is, isn't it? When you it, think, it's. I can't imagine myself as an old man, and I'm on my deathbed, and all I'll be thinking is, I can't believe I'm here. I yeah. can't believe I'm still this fucking here. Like even this though is it's ha- this is now happening. I remember being a little kid. Uh, and I mean, yeah. this is now it. Well, that, I don't you think that... It's so long to get here. But I think by that age, there's like a, a, an inbuilt system where they're like, oh, I'm ready, I'm ready. But what I feel, this this bit now is quite hard because I'm like going to be 50. I'm pretty happy with where I'm at spiritually. But I am, I cannot believe that I am a dear old man with silver hair. When I look in the mirror, that's what, that's who is there. Yeah. In the mirror, Wait, I would never even be forty-six ever again. <laughs> I just even that. It's not like oh, oh, oh to be twenty-one. No, no, no. Could we just go back to forty-six, just before the pandemic, wow. and then just pause and and leave me like that? But I'll carry it on, and I'll promise it'll be good, and I'll I'll try really hard, and I'll look after the body, and I'll I'll, I'll eat the vitamins. It's but it, it's it's like hey. Inevitable. Well, I'll tell you what started happening. Not that I was ever muscly, and I've always had a little bit of like beer weight on and all that. But sort of around the chest and shoulders has always been quite firm. Or if I'm lying on my side, like what would be like your man chest, like your man breast, it's quite a solid bit of meat. And now it's just this like empty, <laughs> it's like a bit of tripe in the butchers. <laughs> and I can't believe it. And obviously, it's on me. It's like, well, you've got, you know, the older you get, you lose muscle mass. You've got to put the thing in, get some little weights, watch what you eat, and you will retain strength. And it's all fixable. But I cannot believe that left to its own devices, I'm now like a sort of a bit of pasta that's been in the sink. (laughs) Horrible. I mean, you, you, you actually, because you, you were just, we were just saying in there. Um, you recently got rid of beard, and L- Lauren was a little bit harsh about it, saying that she thought it was. No, it's just true. It, it. I completely agree. Yeah, but right now, sat in front of me, you look really young, and like you could pass for like twenty eight or something. No, that's insane. No, you could honestly. No way. Yeah, you do. No, you, you know, you like. You know, you're not like got grey hair. It's not like you're way slightly there. It's harder to see. I don't know. I think you. I think you look really young. You're like that, and I, I hesitate to. You, 
to misuse the word Aryan because you have got that slightly Aryan look, but like you're in like good. It's like you're genetically quite. St- I hope so. A stable unit. Yeah. People tell me I look young. I mean, I know I look like sort of Rolf Harris mixed with a sort of weird um, Spider-Man villain with silver hair or yeah. like uh, Jarell's dad. Jor-El. Not, not, no, not Jarell. Anyway, Jor-El. Superman's dad. Jorel. Jorel. Yeah. Got yeah, that sort of sweepy yeah, kind is. of thing, right? But when I'm when I'm wandering about having a drink and that in Brighton, I get talking to people, and it's like some younger people. I'm just having a laugh, and they go, "Oh, anyway, don't mind me. I'm the old guy." And they go, well, "Why? Why you're not that old? Are you? How old are you?" And I'll go like, well, "I'm like 49," and they're like, "Fuck off! What really? We thought you were like in your 30s." And I'm like, "I've got silver hair, you stupid." Yeah, idiot. but is that because they believe a 50 year old or a 49 year old is ancient in their mind? That's like an Maybe. old... That person should have wrinkles. Yeah, but I haven't. No. And what's my secret? I don't know. I wish I knew what my secret was. Whatever it is, I myself don't know it, and that's the, you know... My grandfather... The oxymoron of life. ...swore by cod liver oil. He lived to the age of 96. Capsule form or off the spoon? Capsules. Yeah, that's actually pretty good advice, I think. He said it was very good, and he kept in decent shape, as in he'd swim, and he yeah. lived to 96, when suddenly he went terribly wrong. Yeah, but that's and fair was, enough, isn't it? It was like, it, it all just... You lost respect for him. 96, you you're not even trying anymore. No, 96 is, age. like, amazing. Yeah, but it still isn't a hundred. You get to that, and you're it like, still isn't a hundred. Yeah. Judging him, well, like, I'd rather <sighs> die at ninety than ninety-eight. No, I don't care about the hundred. You don't round it off. You just want to be here, just as long as you are not. Like, what the thing I'm worried about at the moment: the weakening of my tits, right? And the kind of got some pain in my knees. And, and, a, and like not bending well, so I've got to start doing yoga. And the, the maintenance now needs to go up a lot in order for me to be not in pain. That's quite scary. Yeah. I've yeah, got a choice. That's interesting. Being far less lazy than I ever have been or constant pain. Mm-hmm. Forever. Until I die. Well, you've been listening <laughs> to Stupid Hearts Club with me, Nico Tatarovich. And my lovely friend, Alistair Griggs. Say goodbye, Alistair. Goodbye.